Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of Fanconi syndrome found under the renal section at MedBullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. An 18-year-old man with no significant past medical history presents with increased thirst and urinary frequency. Upon further questioning, the physician discovered that he recently decided on his own to take an old pack of tetracycline prescribed six years ago after he cut himself. Physical exam was unremarkable. Laboratory evaluation revealed hypokalemia and metabolic acidosis. Urine studies revealed glucosuria and phosphateria. Let's continue with an introduction to Fanconi syndrome. Clinically, this is defined as a type of renal tubular acidosis in the proximal convoluted tubule. Conditions that are associated include osteomalacia and rickets. Remember that chronically decreased phosphate and insufficient synthesis of vitamin D is the cause of osteomalacia. Hypokalemia may also be associated. This is due to decreased early sodium reabsorption leading to increased potassium exchange. In terms of the epidemiology, the hereditary form occurs in 1 in 40,000 individuals. Demographically, the hereditary form affects Caucasian children. The valproic acid-induced type also affects children. In terms of the etiology, there may be hereditary conditions such as cystinosis, which is the most common genetic cause, as well as Wilson disease, tyrosinemia, and galactosemia. Other causes include multiple myeloma, drugs such as cisplatin, tenofovir, valproic acid, expired tetracyclines, and diphosphamide, and heavy metal poisonings. In terms of the pathogenesis, there's a defect in the proximal convoluted tubule causing problems in reabsorption of almost all amino acids, glucose, bicarbonate, phosphate, and potassium. This causes all of the above to be excreted in the urine, so there is excretion of bicarbonate, which causes a metabolic acidosis. The defect may be due to direct injury to the proximal convoluted tubule. In genetic cases, there is often a defective enzyme in nutrient metabolism that causes the damage to the proximal convoluted tubule, and light chains from crystals in the proximal convoluted tubule may also cause damage. Moving on to the presentation. Primary symptoms in renal disease include polyuria and polydipsia. For bone disease, this may include bone pain in the backs and hips and pathologic fractures. Constitutional symptoms include myalgias, weight loss, and fatigue. And in hereditary abnormalities, there may be failure to thrive and developmental delay. Exam findings may include signs of rickets. This includes bowed legs, scoliosis, and teeth abnormalities. In terms of further imaging, radiography is indicated if bone disease is suspected. Specific findings include pathological fractures. In terms of further studies, Labs should include an electrolyte panel, which will typically demonstrate hyponatremia, hypokalemia, and hypophosphatemia. There may be increased serum creatinine and a metabolic acidosis. Urine studies may demonstrate amino aciduria, glycosuria, and phosphateria, as well as a urine pH less than 5.5. This is because there's a defect in bicarbonate reabsorption, leading to increased excretion of bicarbonate in the urine. The urine is then acidified by the intercalated cells in the collecting tubule. And in terms of the diagnostic criteria, there are no specific criteria, but these following findings could suggest Fanconi syndrome. An increased excretion of amino acids, phosphates, and bicarbonate in the urine, and metabolic acidosis. 
In terms of the differential, make sure to think about distal renal tubular acidosis, which presents with a urine pH of greater than 5.5, and hyperkalemic renal tubular acidosis, which presents with hyperkalemia and a urine pH less than 5.5. In terms of treatment, conservative options include supportive care with fluid and electrolyte repletion. This is indicated if there is any metabolic derangements found, especially if hypokalemia or hypophosphatemia are found. Medical options include vitamin D. This is indicated if osteomalacia is present. Another option is bicarbonate. This is indicated if there is a metabolic acidosis. Complications related to Fanconi syndrome include bone disease, such as osteomalacia, osteopenia, and osteoporosis, as well as renal insufficiency. And lastly, with regards to prognosis, this depends on the etiology of Fanconi syndrome, but negative prognostic variables include hereditary disease. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to Fanconi syndrome, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 29-year-old woman presents to the emergency department with a broken arm after she tripped and fell at work. She says that she has no history of broken bones, but that she has been having bone pain in her back and hips for several months. In addition, she says that she has been waking up several times in the middle of the night to use the restroom and has been drinking a lot more water. Her symptoms started after she fell ill during an international mission trip with her church, which was treated by a local doctor with unknown antibiotics. Since then, she has been experiencing weight loss and muscle pain in addition to the symptoms listed before. Urine studies are obtained demonstrating amino acids in her urine. The pH of her urine is also found to be less than 5.5. Which of the following would most likely also be seen in this patient? And the answer choices are Choice 1. Decreased serum creatinine Choice 2. Hypernatremia Choice 3. Hyperkalemia Choice 4. Hypocalcemia Or Choice 5. Metabolic alkalosis The best answer to this question is choice 4, hypocalcemia. This patient with bone pain, fragility fractures, polyuria, polydipsia, and aminoaciduria most likely has Fanconi syndrome, which would also present with hypocalcemia. Fanconi syndrome is caused by a defect in the function of the proximal convoluted tubule of the nephron. It can be caused by hereditary conditions, such as cystinosis, and acquired conditions, such as after using expired tetracyclines. Due to proximal tubule damage, the kidney is not able to reabsorb substances such as amino acids, phosphate, and bicarbonate. Fanconi syndrome is therefore a cause of a type 2 renal tubular acidosis, though the urine pH remains less than 5.5 due to the functional intercalated cells within the collecting duct. Together, this leads to decreased serum levels of a wide variety of metabolites. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Decreased serum creatinine would not be seen in Fanconi syndrome because decreased renal function would lead to decreased filtration of creatinine. Choice 2. Hypernatremia would not be seen in Fanconi syndrome because decreased reabsorption and electrolyte wasting would result in hyponatremia. Choice 3. Hyperkalemia would not be seen in Fanconi syndrome because decreased reabsorption and electrolyte wasting would result in hypokalemia. Choice 5. Metabolic alkalosis would not be seen in Fanconi syndrome because decreased resorption of bicarbonate leads to metabolic acidosis. Finally, a bullet summary. 
Fanconi syndrome presents with amino aciduria, phosphateria, and a urine pH less than 5.5. That's all for this review about Fanconi syndrome. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.